This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, teaching influencers and bloggers how to become successful entrepreneurs. This is episode 76 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we are going to take a deeper look at Facebook-sponsored posts. Last week on the podcast, we talked about Instagram-sponsored posts. And you're going to hear me talk about the fact that both are similar because they're owned by the same. So you'll hear me really place some emphasis on the importance of disclosing and the fact that you shouldn't be embarrassed by the fact that you're working with a brand. Instead, you should be proud and make sure that you are disclosing and sharing that information. Now, As a reminder, I do all of my podcast episodes go live on the Jenny Melrose Facebook page at 11 a.m. Eastern. Every Tuesday, the broadcast is done there. I then take that recording, download it, and we use it for the podcast. I want you to be able to hear the suggestions, the questions that are being asked from the live broadcast. So if you are a new time visitor to the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast. I just want you to be aware of that fact. And if you're able to join me every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, I would love to have you there on the Jenny Melrose Facebook page with us asking the questions that are specific to your business. All right, guys, let's dive in. Good morning, guys. It is Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, so I am here live on the Jenny Melrose Facebook page. I am so excited to be talking today. We're going to be talking a little bit about Facebook-sponsored posts and what exactly that's going to look like with the new algorithm changes that happened a couple months ago. For those of you that are listening to the podcast, I'd love to ask you, to invite you to come over every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern here on the Jenny Melrose Facebook page for free training. So you're going to hear me, if you're listening to the podcast, talk to the people that are live with us. It's a chance to get your questions answered and really make sure that you make it specific to your business. So I am so excited for all of you that are joining me live. Good morning, Morgan. Hey, Mary, Melanie, Marley, Leah. Thank you all so much for joining in live with me. Um, Last week, we actually talked about Instagram sponsored posts. We got a great reaction, a lot of different questions that came up with that. And I think that another one that always seems to kind of have people wondering what they should be doing is a Facebook sponsored post. Now, obviously, they're owned by the same Facebook owns Instagram. So more than likely, what you're seeing over on Facebook is going to be similar to what you'll be seeing on Instagram as far as the expectations for disclosing. So that was definitely something that we talked about, the importance of disclosure last week when we talked about Instagram sponsor posts. This week, we're going to be still talking about disclosure because, guys, it doesn't matter what is going on. You need to disclose if you are working for monetary for compensation or if you're working in exchange for product. So you have to make sure that you are disclosing. We're going to talk a little bit more about that today. Hey, Michaela, glad you're joining in. All right. So one of the things that we probably are all wondering is in over the last couple months, there was a lot of talk about Facebook Zero. I don't know about you all if you have seen the commercials on television, which the first time it went on, I like hit my husband. I'm like, 
that was a Facebook commercial. Why is there a Facebook commercial on television? Um, and if you haven't seen, actually, I'd love to know in the comments who has seen that commercial because it definitely caught my attention. Um, so just give me like a raise your hand emoji or just yep, saw it. Um, but the commercial actually kind of talked about the fact that in the past, Facebook was started with the idea to connect friends and family. And then it kind of developed over the years with a lot of spam getting into your content, into your newsfeed. And now how Facebook is trying to bring it back to the reason that they put it in place. Um, I actually like logged into Facebook the other day, good morning, Rita, and a pop-up popped at me to do a survey that asked if I um, felt that Facebook was helping make the world a better place. I kind of looked and I was like, really? They are definitely trying to change what it is that you are putting out there. They want to see that people want to hear what you have to say. So if you do have a business page for your blog, you need to find a way to make sure that you are connecting with your audience. And we have talked about this a ton in the past. Um, yeah, so Morgan and Katie is saying, and Michaela said as well, if they have seen that commercial, they are clearly making some changes. And in a couple months ago, I put out an article that talked about how to get around this new Facebook Zero algorithm change. And the I linked it in the comments. I will make sure that it is in the show notes of the podcast. But we are going to talk a little bit about how you can use what I talked about in that article. Also, when you're doing a Facebook sponsor post, because you want your content to be seen. So for the first thing that we need to do is we need to talk about what it's going to look like as far as disclosing. When you are using Facebook to do a sponsored post, you need to use the content markup tool. So when you go to do a post on Facebook, especially if you're locked in as your page for your business, because that's what you need to have. You need to have a business page if you're going to be a blogger doing sponsored posts, right? So... If that's the case, when you go to do a post, you go to write it in, you're going to see this little blue guy down at the bottom where it's like a handshake, right? There's two people holding hands as if it's a handshake. That is the content markup tool. Now, when you press on that, you're going to be able to type in whoever the brand is that you are working with, and then you can tag them. Okay. Now, last week, I talked about the fact that you need to disclose and you shouldn't be ashamed of disclosing. I am going to really emphasize that again. When you are working with a brand, it is not something that you should be ashamed about. It is something you should be proud of. You are getting paid for your influence because you are an influencer and a blogger that whose audience that product is going to matter to. So make sure that you are disclosing and you're not doing it kind of trying to be shady about it, of trying to change your wording. Just use the content mark tool. You, when you use the content markup tool, you do not need to use hashtag ad because the content markup tool is doing that. Now, if a brand still requires you to use hashtag ad, then do it. You can tell them that, you know, by Facebook's policy that the markup tool covers it and lets it know that it's sponsored. And when you publish it, you'll see that it says sponsored by right at the top. So it takes care of needing to use hashtag ad. Now, Again, if the brand says, nope, you need to have it, we don't care, just put it. There's nothing that you can do about it. You can try to explain why you don't need to have it, but that's as far as you can get with a brand, right? You don't want to obviously ruin your contract because you are pushing so hard with not using the hashtag. You are covered though when you use that content markup tool, but you have to use it. Now, here's the other thing. If it is a newer brand and they're not familiar with the content markup tool, 
they need to approve it. So if you use the content markup tool, you're able to um, tag them, their name comes up and it goes up and it's sponsored. If by some chance you notice that it gets marked and Facebook takes it out of everyone's feed because they're saying that you didn't oblige by something, you didn't follow their rules, the reasoning is you followed the rules. The brand didn't approve it. You need to get the brand to approve it. They should know that. They're going to get a notification letting them know that you are tagging them. But if for some reason it does get marked, you get a notification saying that it's coming out of the newsfeed. No one else is going to see this. You need to make sure that you are um, tagging the advertiser. You're going to be like, I did. It's there. Um, your brand has to approve it to say that, yes, they are working with us. Now, when you do this, when you're doing the content markup tool, just for anyone that is curious, it lets them see all of the data. The brand, the brand that is tagged will be able to see all of the data that is coming, any of the clicks, any of the reach, the impressions, things of that nature. They will also have access to be able to boost that post. So if they want to put money money behind that sponsored post to boost it, to have more eyes on it, they can do that from the back end because you're giving them access by doing the content markup tool. Okay. Um, Oh, good. Rita, excellent. I'm glad that you actually said that. So Rita said that I just used the handshake tool for the first time. Just an FYI, you need to apply for that as a business tool and it takes a few hours to get approved. Yes. So if you don't have the content markup tool, you need to make sure that you apply for it and it is a business tool, as Rita said. Rita, I'm so glad you said that because it was so long ago that I applied for it that I didn't remember that step. Um, and that is obviously an important step if you have not used this yet. Okay, so content markup tool is going to be able to use for a post. Now, one of the things I told you is increase reach by 12 times, right? Okay. So if you are not familiar, I have done a series about live broadcasting. And that is a way that you can get around the Facebook algorithm, especially if you can create a show or a time when people know that you are going to be coming online probably noticed I consistently come live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern. And I repeatedly remind people of that because I don't want them to forget about it. I want to give them a reason to come to my page. Now, what probably happened is some people may have gotten here early. And instead of just sitting watching the countdown timer come down for me to go live, they probably scrolled through my Facebook page and they're looking at other articles that I've shared or pictures that I've shared, content, quality content that is going to be valuable for my audience. That is what happens when you create a show that you can have each week and create it and make it consistent. Now, you can also do a live broadcast as part of a Facebook sponsored post. So what you would do for this is you're obviously going to need to negotiate this with the brand. This is actually something that I teach inside Pitch Perfect Pro. It is part of what I will state in my initial pitch is that one of the things that I do that makes me stand out is I am very comfortable live broadcasting and will do a, a sponsored live broadcast. Now, I am going to charge for a sponsored live broadcast though. And it is video. It is live video. Now I have become very comfortable with live broadcasting, but when I first started, it used to make me so nervous. It was stressful. So they're getting video from it. They're getting reach from it. I charge a decent amount for that. 
I believe that you charge $500 minimum for a sponsored live broadcast. Okay, so let that sink in. Now, if you have now my lifestyle, the Melrose Family blog, um, the Facebook page, the Melrose Family has about 72,000 followers, I believe, over on that page. I'm charging 500. I still believe that you should be charging about 500, even if you have 10,000, 20,000. Um, I want to say, I believe Morgan is actually live with us, and Morgan has done sponsored live broadcasts before, and she charges 500 for it as well. And her page is, 5,000-ish, I want to say. So let's make sure you're charging for it. You're giving them video. Now, when you do a live broadcast, what you want to make sure that you're doing is perfect. So Morgan actually said, I was hoping she could come in and clarify for me. She charges 500 for it, and she has um, 900 followers on Facebook, on her Facebook page. It is a targeted audience. She is still charging for it because it is video. It is more work. It's not just a quick blog post that you're going to put a picture and load a link to. They will get clicks from this. So let's talk about how we can make sure that we are following all the guidelines for using the content markup tool, even when we're doing a live broadcast. Now, initially, when you set up your live broadcast, if you're not comfortable live broadcast, make sure you go and listen to the series on the podcast or check out jennymomers.com. You put in live broadcasting up in the search tool. It'll come up with all the podcast episodes that were cut for this. But you want to make sure that your description you know, asks a question, gets them intrigued in what you're going to be talking about, and make sure you have a link in there for either your freebie or if you're trying to drive traffic to that sponsored post on your blog. Then it should have the link to the sponsored post. Maybe you're going to do a recipe, right? So you would have the link to that recipe up in the description. And as you go through and then do it, you're going to then hit live. You can't use the content markup tool when you first initially go live. This is something you're going to have to go back and edit. It's very simple, though, I promise. So when you start your live broadcast, you are going to make sure that you disclose in the very beginning. This is a sponsored live broadcast on behalf of... Da, 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 da. whoever you're going to tag, right? Whoever you are working for. Once you do that, you are then able to just go on with the rest of it. So if I am working with Ragu and I'm creating a recipe, this is sponsored live broadcast on behalf of Ragu, and we're going to be diving in and making a spaghetti and meatball cupcakes. <laughs> I know, random. I really have that recipe though on my blog and my kids love it. But anyways, the point that I'm trying to get to is you're just going to go on with the live broadcast as if nothing, it was just normal. It wasn't sponsored. You say that beginning piece right in the beginning, and then you just do the rest of it. Maybe you're going to show the products. You're going to make sure that if you want to um, give them calls to action while you are doing the broadcast, you always want to remember that there is a live broadcasting um, guide that I have that is a starter guide that you will find in those podcast episodes that actually talk about what should be part of your live broadcast. Um, and one of them is to make sure that you always have a call to action, whether it's to click on the link to go get the recipe, or if it's leave me a comment telling me how you're going to use your Riku sauce. Whatever it might be, you want engagement, you want interaction. So the engagement that you put there is going to be important. So Rita is asking, should it be a bit.ly link or some other shortened URL? Does Facebook prefer one kind of link over the other? I have not seen a difference, honestly. I have a tendency of not using a bit.ly link. You certainly can because that will give you obviously more data as far as your clicks, what's coming from that live broadcast. Um, but once you use a content markup tool, the brand will be able to see the clicks anyways. So 
You can certainly use a bit.ly link. I don't think that it makes a difference as far as Facebook and the algorithm. I don't think they pay attention to whether it's a bit.ly or anything like that. Totally up to you what works best for you. So now once you're done with your live broadcast, you need to make sure that you go back and edit. You should be doing this anyways because you want to be putting your tags in. You want to make sure that the description is exactly what you want it to be. It needs to have a title. You want to make sure that you are editing your live broadcasts even if it's not sponsored. Now, if it is sponsored, which is what we're working on, right? You want to go back and edit. You can add your title. You can add your tags for whatever it is that you're talking about in the live broadcast. But you also want to use a content markup tool. It is now there when you go to edit. You're going to see it down at the bottom, little handshake tool again. And you're just going to click on that and tag the brand like you would for any Facebook sponsored post that you would normally do. When you do that, it is then going to give that notification to the brand again. It's going to give the brand the opportunity to see all of the video views, which is what is key. Now, I told you it gives you 12 times the reach. I have done a lot of testing to see what makes a difference on my Melrose family page as well as my Jenny Melrose Facebook page. And I am seeing 12 times the reach when I do a live broadcast, whether it is sponsored or it is not. I still am seeing 12 times the reach. And it's, again, because you can make sure that your audience is there viewing it. You can get them there live. You can set up an event. You can use Be Live, where it actually has the countdown timer on your Facebook page and lets your audience know when you're going to be live. When you set up an event for it, you can make sure that they RSVP. They'll get a notification via Facebook, letting them know that they signed up for an event to come over to your Facebook page to then be there for it. You can send out an email to your list, which you all should be growing. You know that I'm a stickler about this. But to then make sure that there are people that are there with you. And while you are broadcasting, you want to make sure that you get engagement. Don't just fly through the recipe. Try to interact with them. Ask them questions. If you're not familiar with live broadcasting and it's something that you are interested in doing and seeing the effects that it could have on your page, I definitely would recommend checking out the starter guide for live broadcasting that I have. I will make sure to come back and put it into the comments once we are no longer live. I will also put it in the show notes of the podcast so that you are able to get those live broadcasting um, tips and tricks that can make it so much easier, gives you a, a format of how to go through so that if you are a type of person that does not like to get in front of the camera, you can feel a little bit more confident. I will tell you this. People trust those that they know. They just like them better. They know them. They trust them. And because of that, live broadcasting works really well for that. You can see how I'm going to react to the fact that maybe my dog is going to jump in my lap. Been there. You could see how I'm going to react when my four-year-old comes, or she's now five, comes prancing in and decides that she wants to be live broadcasting with me too. It gives your audience an opportunity to really get to know you and to see how passionate you are about what you're talking about. So maybe you won't have circumstances that are crazy and we'll show how you're going to handle it. But what it will do is it'll give them an understanding of whether or not they can learn from you, whether they feel that the way that you talk is a way that they can handle. I am very, I get excited. I am a little bit perky. People have a tendency to say, that's not your cup of tea, you're not my audience, and that's okay. So giving them that opportunity through live broadcasting can make a huge difference for your audience and for you. Morgan says, or if your three-year-old falls off a chair, which I was actually watching that live broadcast, and 
you handled it perfectly. <laughs> All right, guys. If you are interested in deciding how to create your initial pitch so that you can start working directly with brands, it is linked in the show notes as well as up in the description for this Facebook Live broadcast so that you're able to download that. I will come back and make sure to put the Facebook Live or the live broadcasting um, starter guide in the comments so that you can have access to that as well. I appreciate you all so much for jumping on live with me. Um, I am going to tell you, I still plan to keep the same schedule as um, I'm running now for Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern all throughout the summer. And I am so excited because I want you to make sure you mark your calendars for July 10th. It is a Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern. I have something very, very exciting planned and up my sleeve. I am hosting my first live event. It is called Influencer Entrepreneurs Academy. And tickets will go on sale at the lowest absolute prices, July 10th at 11 a.m. Eastern. And you will be able to purchase live. I'm using new software for it. And I am super excited to have you all come visit me April 2nd through the 4th of 2019 in Charlotte, North Carolina. It is going to be a different type of live event. We are going to be setting it up like a mastermind. It will be an intensive workshop where you will actually be able to walk away with pieces of your business completed. You will have an opportunity to listen to speakers. Those speakers will present. And once they are done presenting, they're going to come down into the audience with all of the bloggers sitting at their mastermind tables and have an opportunity to answer questions one-on-one. You will have a completed workbook from each speaker that you will be able to walk home, get back on the plane, and be able to have ready to go for your business. One of the biggest things that I've always found is that after a conference, I always feel like, oh my goodness, what do these notes mean? I have all of these random things scribbled in my notebook. You take in so much information at a conference. I don't want that. I want you to be able to come and do the work here so that you're able to initiate it and put it into your business the second you leave the live event. So if you are looking to take your business to the next level, to scale it and to feel empowered and walk away as a business owner, then definitely join me July 10th here for ticket sales when they will go on sale live. Um, and I am so, so excited um, to be able to work with all of you. Katie, I see a question. Katie just asked, what is the purpose of the event? Content planning, all the things. We will have specific topics that will be laid out. It will definitely cover multiple things, but it will be about taking your business to the next level. We'll be talking a little bit about scaling about SEO. We're going to talk about, of course, a little bit about pitching, but we're also going to make sure that we are focusing on the business as a whole and you as a whole. So we'll also be talking about mindset, which I know a lot of people struggle with. So I appreciate you guys so much. And I will see you all next time here, Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern on the Jenny Mowers Facebook page. Or if you're listening to the podcast and haven't caught us live yet, please make sure that you do. I'll talk to you guys soon.
All right. Well, there you have it. Clearly, if you are looking to take your live broadcast to the next level, this is the episode for you. Make sure that you grab the live broadcast starter guide. It is in the show notes so that you can make sure that you get your hands on that. I also want to thank you guys. The podcast is growing exponentially because you are sharing it. It makes me so excited to be able to read the awesome reviews that you all are leaving on iTunes, Stitcher, whatever device you are listening from. I appreciate it. If you haven't left us a review, please feel free. I would love to hear it. And I am looking forward to sharing those on my Instagram stories as well as I'd love to share some of them on the podcast because I appreciate when you take the time to leave us a review. It gives me an opportunity to be able to reach a wider audience. I honestly believe, and you probably heard a little bit about me and my kind of what I'm looking, my vision for the podcast and my business, but I feel that it was my the reason I was put on this earth is to make sure that I am helping other women to empower them to be able to grow their businesses so that they can provide for themselves and their families. So I appreciate you all so much when you do take the time to share the podcast and leave a review. All right, guys, until next time, I will see you all then. 